Welcome to Tales from the Hard Side, episode 158. Please call the voicemail and leave a message. Call 937-265-2024. Call 937-265-2024. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura, and you're listening to Izzy Rock... Tales from the Hard Side Podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. I'm here with my man Izzy motherfucking Rock, so pay attention. Don't you by Mad Flavor. So, check yourself before you wreck yourself. These are tales from the hard side, painted so vivid Kicking real life stories, not woven or knitted Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen Dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge and sharing some wisdom Going down that rough road only makes you tougher It's a beautiful struggle, sometimes we suffer Let the people know, you aren't in this alone This talk is deep, it cuts down to the bone No fakeness here, this as real as it gets Hazardous on the mic, kick it live and direct Spread that vibe everywhere, all across the globe The idea's real simple there's no secret code reach out to the people spread that positive energy because we're all looking for a little bit of serenity whatever little part of this planet you live in these tales from the hard side are now transmitting transmitting here's dayton band the loveless with the song deadly addiction from the album born weird Welcome to episode 158 of Tales from the Hard Side. I'm your host, Izzy Rock. Please follow me on social media at The Izzy Rock and go to theizzyrock.com for more information. And I do two other podcasts, one called On the Block and another one called Gym City Podcast, which I help produce uh, a lot of the content over there. If you want to go check those out, I would appreciate it. This is your first time listening. I'm going to tell you, this is not a normal type episode. Usually, I'll have a guest. And this week, I think I'm going to try it Bill Burr style. Uh, He does a podcast called the Monday Morning Podcast where it's just him. Uh, Most of the time, it's just him. And I've had a lot of stuff on my mind this week. And I was supposed to do a podcast with Eric from the Gym City Podcast this past Wednesday, and it fell through. And uh, we're supposed to do it next week. We moved it to next week. And my son has basketball tournaments this week. So my week has been super packed. I've had a lot on my mind. And um, I figure why not just get some stuff off my chest. And we'll just try and do a solo podcast. So 
thank you for listening. If if you enjoy it, please go rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, yeah, so here we go. So this week, I want to tell you guys that I upgraded my phone. I got an iPhone 6 Plus, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little late, yeah. Waited, wanted to wait for taxes to make sure we had the money to cover it. And we were on a contract with Verizon that ended last year. And I had been waiting for the iPhone 6 Plus for a while. I wanted a bigger phone. Everybody's like, oh, it's too big. I got the 128 gig. It's not too big. My hands totally fit it. I love, I love it. I uh, got a nice case for it. And we went Sunday to get the phones and it's a process uh for you guys out there you guys know this if you guys have cell phones you know this it is a damn process going and having to back up all your stuff on your itunes account and then have to go having to go to the store and get it or have it sent to you um it's just a huge process but i like that once i once I plugged the phone into the computer, everything was back out how it was before, and I'm really enjoying it. The battery life is great so far. Um, I had heard before on my previous iPhone or any Apple devices, since you can't take the damn battery out, Apple, what happens is if you charge it when it's not fully dead, it, over a period of time, it just kills your battery. So I'm trying to not do that this time and let the phone just go all the way down before I charge it back. Um, and so far, I've been successful at that. The battery's great on this thing. I'm still using my iPod Classic to listen to podcasts, though. I love to set up the playlist and everything like that. So I'm waiting for that thing to die, and then I'll start using, um, I'll start using the iPhone 6 Plus for podcast listening. Uh, but I also, they had this package that you could get. And we walked away. My wife, she got an iPhone 6. We walked away paying like $12. Uh, I don't know how. The bill didn't change that much. But, yeah, I got one of those Bluetooth neck uh, headphones <laughs> that see people wearing. I would see people wearing those these Bluetooth kind of headphones around their neck. And it's like, what the hell is that thing? And... Um, because anything Bluetooth kind of looks douchey when you wear it. Even the Beats headphones, the Beats headphones, when people are just wearing them out, I know they're popular and all that, the oversized headphones, but a lot of times it just looks douchey. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure they're rad. In fact, I looked at some Beats headphones and I could not bring myself to pay that much for headphones. Uh, I'm a cheap bastard when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, so, so got those. Really enjoy those. And um, I also this week, uh, also this week, I've been um, catching up on a, a couple programs. I want to tell you guys some stuff to check out and listen to. Um, Parks and Rec. I'm way late on this. Um, Started exercising again and wanted to get into something that was like 20, min, 20 minutes at a time. And I had never watched Parks and Rec. Um, it just didn't seem interesting when it first came out. Didn't, didn't give it a chance. I don't have cable or satellite, so I can't DVR or anything. So now I'm trying to find certain shows to watch on Netflix. And... I watched, started watching Parks and Rec, and my goodness, oh, I love it. Uh, I see why people love Ron Swanson so much, so much, uh, such a good character. And I also have been watching season two of Marin, and it's so funny to watch Marin, uh, Mark Marin. He does a podcast called WTF. If you did not know that, it's it's like one of the classic podcasts. And it's uh, it's inspired a bunch of other podcasts, and he's had some great interviews. I I love uh, WTF. Um, don't listen. I I don't catch every episode, but the ones I do catch, man, such a such a good show. But his his 
IFC show that's on Netflix, it had Brendan Walsh, who's a comedian, Joey Diaz, who's a comedian. It had uh, Dean Del Rey, who's another comedian. It had You're seeing these comedians that you're not seeing anywhere else. And Brendan Walsh, I did a podcast with him. And it's just so weird to see to see these guys who uh, I was into a few years ago because of the Joe Rogan podcast finally start making a name for themselves and and getting out there. But that show, the Marin show is such a good show. <laughs> I really love it. If you guys go on Netflix and check it out if you want a show to watch, it's a uh, it, it's definitely funny. And a lot of people don't like Marin. They they think he's a he's a whiner and he complains a lot. Um but after a while, you just, I don't know, you just learn to love love the dude for his personality, I suppose. Um, and also, there's there's so many podcasts that pop up that it's hard to keep up with, with the ones. Uh, it's hard to find ones that replace ones that you already listen to, especially if you only have a few hours a, a day to listen. I have eight to ten hours. To, of podcasts to listen. So I get a lot of content in. And there was a podcast from um, a guy that I had on my podcast. Uh, he started his own podcast, uh, Stand the Devil, who was originally from Toledo. And he moved out to Vegas. Uh, his name's Stan Davis. Him, Robert Metcalf, and Ron Spiegel, or Spiegel, not sure how to pronounce that. They started a podcast called Gloom Lake, okay? I'm going to actually add it on the end of this episode. In fact, check out this promo from them real quick. Tales of the Frontier. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Contact us at gloomlake.com, gloomlake on Facebook, and at gloomlake times on Twitter. <laughs> Doesn't that sound cool? All right, so it's an audio drama set in the Weird West, and I love it. I love it. It's so outside of what the normal podcast is. And as a podcaster and somebody who's edited many podcasts, um, I when I hear what they do as far as storytelling and production, the amount of time that they put in for free is great. And I look forward to many episodes from, from this podcast. Um, and I, I can't wait to have Stan on to talk about that podcast. Not sure when that will be. But... It, it will. He, he'll be on eventually. Okay, so, and, and I want to go see the Kingsman. Um, Justin from the Bad Parenting podcast. Uh, is that the Kingsman? Yeah, Kingsman. I think it's Kingsman. But he talked about it. I heard Jimmy Jimmy Martin from the 
Geek Show podcast talk about it as well. And it's kind of like a comic book movie, but it's R-rated. And I love those kind of movies. Um, I want the Deadpool movie to be R-rated. And so I have been waiting to go see this movie and just haven't had a chance yet. Um, My son has played travel basketball, like I said. Uh, This week is hopefully the last of the games. He's lost. His team has lost every single game, every single game. So it's been tough. Uh, And his coach actually told him that he had a place on the team if he tried out for this other uh, AAU team uh, that he's going to coach for spring basketball, which I didn't even know was a thing. Uh, but it's $350 to get into. And they they play in the King James tournament, which is uh, when I first heard King James tournament, I was like, oh, they're going like the old school Bible tournament? Like, what's that about? Is it a Christian <laughs> a Christian tournament, basketball tournament? And I realized it's it's LeBron James's uh, tournament, King James. Um, that's another thing. I've been playing uh, Xbox One. I don't have I don't haven't had a whole lot of time to play Dragon Age and get into the RPG. I like to have a short amount of time of, of games that I play uh to escape. And I've been playing NBA 2K15 that I got for my son. And there's a managerial section on that where you can manage the team and you can also play the team. And I always love those kind of things. I've always played franchise with Madden and it's been fun playing because they're, they're kind of short games and I like sports games. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been a lot of fun and and it's caused me to pay more attention to basketball. Uh, on a previous episode, I had talked about around Thanksgiving going to see the Cavs play. Uh, they played the Indiana Pacers and it was awesome. Had such a great time there. And I realized, as my son's been playing basketball, how much I love the game. Uh, when you watch it and it's it's not just pass and dunk or pass and shoot. It's, it's a real complex game and it's a real physical game. I loved it in the 80s when Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were going at one another and then watching Jordan... I was a huge Jordan fan, huge Bulls fan. I watched the when the Bulls had Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen and Steve Kerr and all those guys, Tony Kukoc. I used to love to watch the Bulls play, and I just lost interest for whatever reason. And having, I kind of paid attention when LeBron was with with Cleveland before. But not really. And and I think playing the video games has allowed me to pay more attention to it. So I'm kind of in into it right now. Um, unfortunately, I don't have cable or satellite, so it's hard for me to watch any games when they come on. Uh, so it's nice to be on Facebook and see the updates and see the highlights and things like that. Um, Facebook, on the other hand, oh, Facebook. Boy, people out there. They put stuff on Facebook where you're like, you realize other people see this, right? And I'm sure people have thought that about some of my posts. But I had somebody that I, that I love uh, who's been in prison, and he put a picture, a profile picture, either a profile picture, he posted a picture of a Nazi symbol. <laughs> and, and he he posted something else with it, and I was like, really? You're putting that out there? You're putting the Nazi symbol out there, huh? That's a strong move. I don't necessarily agree with it, but Nazi symbol, huh? Okay. You have at that, but it's amazing how much of a bubble we can get into uh, and insulate ourselves where we think that other people think like us or other people... Like, we project our thoughts onto others. Um, and I, I've noticed that my whole life, the past few years especially. Um, 
I have realized that most of us project our how we feel onto others. Like we'll label a whole group of people based on our experience with one person. Okay, so let's say I I was a huge Tampa Bay Buc- I'm a huge Tampa Bay Bucks fan, and at one time I was I was an outspoken Tampa Bay Bucks fan. And I had friends who hate the Buccaneers because of me, because I was an outspoken fan. And so their projection of uh, a Tampa Bay Bucks fan was me. And they projected, like, whenever they would see a game. And I, I do this now. Whenever I see certain teams, I'm like, because of one person, one person ruined it for everybody else. Um, and it's like that with any sort of, you know, subgenre of of interest, whether it's heavy metal music, or it's the cannabis community, or it's NASCAR fans, or it's anybody that's into something. Based on our experience with other people, you start labeling those people and you project on them your thoughts and your feelings, and I. I've had that because I'm the type of person that I'm willing to listen to somebody's problems. And I'm the type of person that wants to help you fix your problems. Um, I, it's hard for me to listen to somebody complain about their life and not want to find a way to help them figure out how to get out of the, how to get out of the problem, how to, how to move away from, what's going on in their life. And I had a friend, I have a friend that he'll complain to me all the time about his life, about things going on in his life, not having enough money, not doing this and that, not not being able to be in a relationship, complains he doesn't have any friends, but when I invite him to go out to places, doesn't go. When I offer advice, he he thinks that i'm i'm basically telling him i'm better than him and i as i was talking to him and and i i told him this that whenever you share stuff with me it makes me feel like you want me to either give you advice or help you figure it out and he's like no i don't want that at all he he's like i i, I don't I know my problems. I know what they are. He's like, I just want somebody to share them with. I don't want to be able to, like, I don't want you to tell me how to fix it. I just want to be able to share it with you. And it's like, after a while, somebody who's negative and they share their life with you, whether it's a a friend or a coworker, schoolmate, if somebody is constantly negative, and you see problems in their life that that should be an easy fix. It should be something to be able to go, hey, you should be able to fix this if, if you just take this advice. And when he told me that, I realized, you know, some people just want to complain. They just want to complain. They don't, they don't want to fix their problems at all. And... And that's frustrating for me because then it, I end up becoming the person because I'm offering them advice, and I don't complain a whole lot about family and friends and stuff like that to, to other people. Um, so it for me, it's tough. I, so I'm not out there sharing all the time because I know that a lot of the stuff I have on my mind it's just going to make people depressed if they if I share certain things with them. So I keep a lot of stuff to myself. And being in that outlet for, for people to just complain to, it, get, it, it can get really frustrating. In fact, when I had a youth ministry, I would go and I would listen to these people's problems, and I felt like it was my duty to help them solve their problems. That's not how it is for a lot of people. And I, I, uh, I, I had to do my health assessment this week, 
And I'm going to be really honest here, guys. Uh, really honest. I've been a lazy bastard as far as exercise goes. It's so hard for me to get motivated to do it because I either find something else to do around the house or there's just something mentally that stops me from doing it. And it just becomes this cycle where it's like, oh, I'll start next week. Oh, I'll start in a couple weeks. Instead of just starting today. And I've listened to Joe Rogan talk about exercise and health and wellness, and I know it. I know all that. But I would ignore it. Like, I would, and food for me is a huge addiction. It's, it's, my, it's my worst addiction. And throughout the time of this podcast, I, uh, like, there was a time where I lost quite a bit of weight. And I'm not, I'm not a extremely obese person, but for, for my height, uh, like I'm overweight, I'm obese. And it's, it's really tough for me to put down the Doritos and not, I don't drink a whole lot of soda or anything like that, but I do enjoy bad food. Um, there's times where I just enjoy eating McDonald's, even though I know it's bad for me. Like I love a f- the French fries, and I love they have this jalapeno burger that is just great. And I know it's bad food. That's the thing. I know, but it's like I, I wasn't getting on the scale to check my weight, and it's out of sight, out of mind, right? Like it's not. And I felt my pants getting tighter (laughs) I could you could see yourself gaining weight and my kids are brutal brutal when it comes to that kind of stuff where like they'll point out how much weight I've put on and I don't think anybody wants like anybody who who any normal person they don't want to gain a bunch of weight but food is such a an addiction for people, and it's an acceptable addiction. Everybody around you, like the the machines that I have at work, are filled with just bad food. And if you don't have a friend, or if you don't have a spouse, or a girlfriend, boyfriend, if you don't have somebody watching out for you, going, man, you should probably not, not eat that and even you might have those friends and you don't want to hear that shit i know for me there was times i didn't want to hear it um but i did my health assessment this week and i got my numbers Uh, my triglycerides are a little high and uh it showed i showed my weight and i was like fuck now i can't ignore this i have to deal with this and i i started dealing with it um, that day, that day I made, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So, and hopefully it won't be an up and down yo-yo again, but like now I'm in the mindset to start. I started working out this week. Um, I've, I've, uh, done the elliptical, uh, 20 minutes the past few days. I've lifted kettlebells. So I feel better. I've eaten salads. Um, so I'm conscious now of what I'm eating. But before it was like, let's just give me all the White Castle. <laughs> I'll stop by White Castle. I'll stop by Popeyes. Give me the give me the be- the worst food that you have. I don't care about the calories. <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago I went to Seattle. Um the mediocre show and the Geek Show podcast. We're having a show out there in Salt Lake City and Go back to episode one. Episode one tells the story of that whole thing. But uh, when I went out to Seattle and uh, my friend Adam, hair trucker, um, he picked me up and we went out to, uh, I I forget what restaurant we went to. I think it was the Hard Rock Cafe or something like that. 
And it was the first place that I had seen the menu have the calorie uh, count on what you were eating. And I was like, I don't want to fucking see this. <laughs> I don't want to know that it's bad for me. And it's so easy to fall into that, that out of sight, out of mind. And uh, like I can give tons of, of advice on what to do on this or that. But it's hard for me to look at myself in the mirror with certain issues and tell myself you have a problem here. You have, you like to eat and you don't have control. When you open up a bag of Doritos and you just blah, munch, munch, put them in your face or, yeah, just all that. Even my co-host for On the Block is a personal trainer. Scott is a personal trainer. <laughs> and I don't know if I would like it if he was constantly hounding me. In fact, I know I wouldn't. So this is up to me. And... Luckily, I got my wife who told me she was she's like, well, maybe you need to stop doing the podcast. You know, whenever I call you, you're you're editing this podcast or you're working on this. You're going to interview and I don't you know, I'm not seeing you exercise too much and take care of yourself. Maybe you need to stop the podcast. And when she told me that, I was like, oh, I, I can't. Oh, I, I can't stop the podcast. Oh, like in my mind, I was like panicking that I that she was gonna give me an ultimatum. And so I, as a as a grown ass man with two kids, I took it upon myself to just do it, just freaking do it. So it's not a, you know, I don't have a. Oh, it's just so, I don't have New Year's resolution. I didn't want to make one this year because I knew I would just fail. And I knew at some point I was going to have to take care of things as far as my health and my weight. But uh, there was times I just did not care. Just give me all the bad food, all the salty chips and candy and chocolate. I like all the bad food. You know, growing up growing up poor where you you don't have the money to just go out and get fast food. You don't have the money to just go out and buy whatever you want. Uh, my mom, she wouldn't buy the food that I liked. So it was always, for me, it was like a famine thing, I think. And my refrigerator now is always packed with food because I'm the one that goes to the grocery and, and buys it. I'm the one who cooks the food. And it's easy to get into the habit of just making something bad because you run out of time. But it's just time management. It's time management and it's mindfulness. Um, and look, I know, I know that a lot of people, they don't want to hear shit about health and fitness. And like you all know what your issues are. I know what my issues are. And it's just a matter of being healthy for my kids uh, and my wife. You know, I, I do want to stick around. I realize at my age, th there's something weird that happens when you, I don't have that, you know, that untouchable mentality anymore where you feel like you're invincible, like I did back in the day. I, I'm very, very cognitive of, how short life is and you could go at any time at any time you could go and um yeah i see people still smoking cigarettes and it's like it, you know that's bad there's people at my work that they pay an extra ten dollars a week so they can smoke for their insurance i have a friend that he he doesn't even do his health assessment if you don't do your health assessment through my work, they make you pay 20 extra dollars a week, okay? 20 extra dollars a week. And he just chooses not to do it because this was his quote. I don't want to go to the doctor and have him tell me I'm fat and he's need to lose weight. 
<laughs> I think that gets to the problem right there. We don't want people to tell us what to do, and we don't want people to tell us when we're wrong. Even though we need people around us, we need our spouses to go, hey, you need to take a look at this in your life, or to have friends to go, hey, dude, you should... And, you know, and it would suck to have a friend that would do it in a in a in a cunty way, in a in a dickish way. But if you have friends that really care about you and be like, "Man, I'm really worried about your health," you know, you should probably take a look at this. But we all know, we all know, no one's gonna do anything unless you want to do it. No one changes unless you want to change it. That's and that's the key. That's when you realize. When you realize nobody's going to change or do anything unless they want to do it, I think that's when you really gain some wisdom in life. When you when you realize no matter how much you bitch and complain to people, they're just not going to do it unless they are motivated to do it. So right now I'm motivated to lose weight and I'm motivated to get healthy. And I'm not unhealthy. But some of my numbers like cholesterol and blood pressure are a little high. And I'm very aware of heart disease and heart attacks. And, you know, I'm aware of all that. And, you know, hopefully I don't fall out of the habit. It's such a hard thing to stay away from. And in a society where I could order food where I don't even have to talk to anybody. Just pull up an app on my phone, take an order, and a guy will bring it to my door. And no one's going to question, why are you eating that? You know it's bad for you. <laughs> and most people, they don't care. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's uh, When you realize that you have an addiction and it's food, it's so hard when you don't have that foundation of a healthy family or um, it, when you don't have that foundation to um, push yourself. So, all right, guys, that's enough of me rambling today. I uh, want to thank you for listening. I want to add on to the podcast here an episode of of Gloom Lake. In fact, I messaged Stan to see if he would be okay with me adding the episode, episode one, called Troubles of Bruin after this episode. It's only 18 minutes long, too. So this is going to be a short episode, guys. Um, so I'm going to just add it, and then hopefully I see that Stan responds. If he If he says no which I'm sure he doesn't care. But if he says no, just go check out Gloom Lake, guys. It's a good podcast. And it's a, like I said, it's an audio drama set in the Weird West. Okay? All right, so instead of playing a song here, let's get right into this episode of Gloom Lake. All right? So please go rate, review, and subscribe to the Tales from the Hard Side podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Please go tell your friends and family about it. Follow me on, on social media at the Izzy Rock and go to theizzyrock.com. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to edit this. All the ums and everything. I can't sit and listen to myself like that. And I'm just going to put it out as it is. So this is just, you know, hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, let friends know about it. This is not a normal episode. This is not a normal episode. I just did not have time to go and record a podcast with anybody this week. And my studio is freezing right now. And I don't want to set up a bunch of space heaters to warm it up because it doesn't stay warm very long. And you can't leave those on because it's a constant humming in the background of your podcast. And I don't want that. You don't want that. So if you guys go check it out, go follow 
Stan on Twitter at Stan the Devil. That's S T A N D A D E V I L. Go to gloomlake.com for more information and just go check out and go support the things that you like and the things that you love. Oh, one more thing. Better Call Saul. Holy shit, it's so amazing. I love Breaking Bad, and Better Call Saul is such a great um, spinoff. So, all right, enough of my ramblings. You guys are an amazing group of people, an amazing group of listeners. If you want a shirt, go to GoFundMe and go get a shirt. Go sponsor the podcast. But love you guys. It's March now. Spring's right around the corner, guys. We're almost done with this winter shit, with the snow and cold. We're almost done. We're almost there. We're almost... You can see spring right around the corner. It's almost here. So let's do this. My son, Zach, turns 12 years old this week. 12 years old this week. And it was so cute. Go check it out on Instagram. He posted, he stuck a bunch of post-it notes around the house saying, please, these are the roller skates that I want. He's been really into roller skating here recently. And uh, not the roller blades, but he wants the quad roller skates. And he had this website up for me, and he posted all these post-it notes around the house, making sure that I knew how much he wanted it and how much he wanted us to order it. And funny thing is, we had already ordered it. <laughs> so, he's going to be 12. Man. All right, guys. Love you. Here's that episode of Gloom Lake Troubles a Bruin. feel anything give it a minute your journey will begin very soon really i don't think it's working i oh wait oh my i see something a, a tree a lot of trees i'm in a forest i think there are he is gone into the spirit world see how his eyes roll back he is very deep inside so quick did he pass beyond. Yes, he... Wait. No, something is wrong. Look at his hands. See how they quake. Look. Look at his eyes. His eyes. No. 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 <laughs> it is he. It is... Oh. Mr. Doyle, you're accused of murder, three counts, and of agitating the natives with whom we have struggled these past four years to maintain peaceful relations. Doctor. Excuse me? It is Dr. Doyle. Doctor. Yes, of course. So, Dr. Doyle, how do you respond to the accusations? Guilty, Your Honor. 
and innocent. Guilty and innocent, Dr. Doyle? Yes, Your Honor, exactly. Explain yourself, Doctor. Well, you see, it was my hands who slew the Paiute holy men, Your Honor, but it was not myself. Ah, the elixir of which you spoke. The concoction was made by Paiute shamans, which you claim have mind-altering properties? Yes, Your Honor, Eureka Nugapa, the sleep dance water. Mr. Doyle, if you are trying to convince me of your innocence under the pretense that you were besotted by this sleep dance water, you'd best rethink your testimony. Inebriation is no valid defense. It's Dr. Doyle, and I was not inebriated, Your Honor. I was not there. You, you were not where? I was not among the shaman when they were slain. I was not in the cave, and I was not in my body. Plea of insanity will not help you, Dr. Doyle, any more than would drunkenness. We have no facilities here on the frontier for such niceties. You are guilty, and you are hanged, or you are not, and you will go free. Oh, I'm as sane as any man in this room, Your Honor. More so, even. Though I've seen enough madness to give you nightmares for an eternity, I'd wager. Then explain yourself, Dr. Doyle. My patience wanes quickly. Yes, Your Honor. Why did you partake of the sleep dance water? Well, you see, I've been seeking medicinal uses for the indigenous flora for many years now. Through my research, I came to the understanding that Western medicine is incomplete in its understanding of the mind, and that the original peoples of the Americas may possess a much greater comprehension. I believe they may have ways of journeying to the very realm of the mind itself. The so-called spirit world. Exactly. And this sleep dance water took you there? Yes, Your Honor. Okay, Dr. Doyle, I'll bite. Tell me of this spirit world in which you had traveled during the time of the murders. Of course, Your Honor. You see, I began my journey in a cave in Paiute territory near the Utah border. The three shamans, those that were murdered by my hands, were with me. They had just given me a swallow of the Uweka Nugapa, and they were chanting. My eyes were closed, and I could only hear their words and the crackle of the fire. I don't know. I don't really feel anything. Give it a minute. Your journey will begin very soon. Really? I don't think it's working. I, oh, wait. Oh, my. I am somewhere. Everything is indistinct, hazy, dark. No, not dark, just shadowy. There's no light here, but it's not truly lightless. I feel a presence. Not with my flesh. I have no flesh here. I can sense. I can sense something. Not, not something, a lot of somethings. Dancing shadows at the edge of my vision. And how odd. I can see everything, but nothing clearly. And yet, there's an edge to my vision. They, they call to me voices from the shadows. There are many. They are legion. They... Something is happening. They flee. There's a light. No, not a light, but a lesson of the shadows. I'm falling. I'm... No, not falling. But I look down upon the earth from high above. There's a sea below and it is angry. And the waves thrash about. There is something deep below the waves, a ripple, blue shimmer. I'm trying to move myself towards the glow, but I cannot. Something is pulling me away now, over land, over a desert of rock and dry, arid earth. I'm moving towards a desert. Something is pulling me there, and I feel good. I feel very good, like 
like a child in a mother's embrace. I feel very strange, but happy. Happy as I've been in such a long, long time. I, no, I'm being pulled away. No, please, I don't want to leave. I don't want to go. I, I'm floating in the shadows again. The elation and the grief and loss that followed are gone now. And I feel nothing. All about me, there is nothing. Forever, nothing. I see something now. Uh, it's a tree. A lot of trees. I'm in a forest, I think. There are... There are lights moving in the distance. Torches, I think. And I have a form now. I am a, a dog? No, not a dog. A coyote. I'm a coyote. I... There are other beasts here, too, but none of us belongs here. I know their sense. I've known them before, or I will know them in the future. There is a, a wolf blind in one eye. Uh, a lion? A lion with its mane pulled in a top knot. How strange. He is lost, I think. And an eagle with a broken wing. And there are others, great and small, but they all, they all smell of death. I, I'm changing. I am, I'm a man again. People, I, I see people in the distance moving towards me. They are children or, or very small adults. And they are carrying something, a chair. No, two chairs. One of the chairs is empty. The other, a woman sits. No, a cadaver? Is it a funeral procession? Perhaps I should not intervene. Perhaps, oh, they have stopped. They see me. Well... They are not children, they are, I don't know, they, they are not humans. They walk like men, but their gait is predatory, like beasts. Their faces are like men, but their ears are like wolves. And their eyes, their eyes glow like hot coals. They do not seem friendly. Some carry torches, others carry spears. Oh, by the heavens, let me free from this world. I must. Oh, Jove on high, they come. No, please. I... Oh, my children. I, I, my lady, you, I, I mean. Hush, dear, you are babbling. Yes, I suppose, I suppose I am, but, but you. Yes, I what? Oh, you look unwell, my lady. How so? Why, never mind, it's not really my place. Are you not a doctor in your room? Well, well, yes I am, but how do you know me? Our worlds are close. Though I have no eyes, I can see into your world. I can see into your soul, and you fear me. Oh, no, my lady, it's just that... That, that I am hideous? Yes, doctor. I know how I look. It has been some time since I have fed, and so I look as one long dead, I suppose. No, I mean, how is this possible? How is it possible? You're in the spirit world, Doctor. Anything is possible here. Anything. Yes, my dear. Anything. Who, who said that? I hear a voice from the chair, but I see no one. Oh, he's there, Doctor. But alas, he has no body. Soma, it has been since I have been of flesh.
Yes, my dear. So long. Too long. I don't understand. I, I don't understand any of this. Hold him, my pets. No, let me go. Unhand me. I... Oh, my dear doctor, do not struggle. It will not be painful, and it will not be for long. Your flesh is much too warm, you see. What? What will not be painful? What are you? No, what's happening? Stay away! Stay! Ah! And then all was black, and I awoke amidst the carnage, and my hands were bloody. And you claim you remember nothing of the murder? Oh no, Your Honor. I remember. God's help me, I remember. But it was not me, as I said. I was not there. I was nowhere. It was he. He that bore my flesh, he that slew the shamans. I could see it happening. I could see my hand, grab the knife and cut them to pieces. But it was from a distance, from a faraway place that does not exist in our world. You are mad, Mr. Doyle, and you should be hanged on the morrow at first light. Uh, it's Doctor, I... I... <gasps> his eyes! Look at his eyes! What's happening? I, I am Doctor. Doctor JT, JT, oh no. Oh, by the heavens, no, not again. I'm Doctor JT Doyle. Bailiff! Bailiff, what's happening? Dr. Doyle, sit down immediately. Bailiff, apprehend the prisoner. I am he who rides the dead. Hold, Doyle. Hold her, I'll shoot. Come. Come, O oh eaters of man. Come to... Hold, Doyle, or the next one will be through your thick skull. No, it's not me. Please. He's getting away, Bailiff. I'm after him. I... Where'd he go? Oh, I lost him in the crowd. Everyone, calm down and take your seats. Bailiff, he's over there, outside. Move, out of my way. Damn it, Doyle, stop. I don't want to kill you. I think I got him, but he's moving. He stole my horse. Well, go after him. All right, everyone, all right. It's all over. Calm down now. It's all over. There's someone outside. They're children? They're children outside running about. They got spears. Hey, you white children. No. No, not children. Gentlemen, if I could have your attention, please. I would like to most emphatically thank you for joining us for the very first episode of Doom Lake, Weird Tales of the Frontier. I sincerely hope you will continue to join us on our journey through the Weird West. You can follow us on Twitter at Gloom Lake Times. You can like us on Facebook at Gloom Lake. And you can find out more about us at www gloomlake.com If you'd like to drop us an email you can address it to campfire at gloomlake.com We should be back very shortly with our next episode as well and boy, I tell you it is a doozy We would also like to thank the Low Life Tattoo Company in Pahrump, Nevada for drawing up our logo Gloom Lake was conceived, written, performed and birthed by Mr. Stan Davis Mr. Robert Metcalf and Mr. Ron Spiegel. Well, thanks again, and well, 
Yeah, I, I gotta be going. You see, I, I'm researching the effects of a new elixir of the mind that just might help unravel this mystery ahead. And I do believe its effects are starting to manifest themselves. <laughs> Don't try this at home, folks. I, I must stress that I am a professional and that this is purely in the name of science. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Jody. From the bad parent. <laughs> this could be a while. All right. Hey, I'm Justin. I'm Jody. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> I can't do it now. <laughs> now I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> hey, Jody. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jody. Hi, Justin. Do you like guys with beards? Um, sometimes. Sometimes? What about bald heads? Most of the time. What if there are guys with beards and bald heads with just deep rivers of blue eyes that just say, I love you? I tend to marry them. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what if they're just a genuinely good dude, too? Uh, I just friend them. Befriend them. Not friend them. them. Not friend them. That sounds like a Facebook thing. What about be friendly with them? Not too friendly. Not too friendly? Huh. Well, the Izzy Rock meets those requirements. He's bearded. He's bald. He's got those deep rivers of bluey, bluey eyes. You mean he's got triple Bs? Yes, triple Bs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a couple podcasts that he does. I knew that. Yeah, Tales from the Hard Side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the block with his bestest friend ever, Scott Epic. Mm-hmm. And then he also produces the Gem City podcast, which is a local like artsy-fartsy type podcast in the Dayton, Ohio area. So, well, who knew? I know. I, I, basically, what I'm trying to say here is he's a good guy. You should go listen to him. Give him, a, give him a shout out. And if you like his stuff, you know what? Subscribe to him on iTunes. Also, you can leave him a comment. Rate, review, and subscribe, people. We'd appreciate it. And so would he. Yes, yes, he would. Oh, he's a, he's a dad, too. So the Bad Parenting Podcast loves the fact that he's a dad. So that helps out. Dads also, are great. Dads are great. Two cool sons. See, good dude. Reason good kids. We need more people like him. I agree. So yes, yes. Listen, listen to Izzy's shit. It's, it's awesome. Agree again. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. Red Moth LLC is a local company with a firm belief in community and the cooperative spirit, releasing both music and film in the Dayton, Ohio area, along with other national releases. Red Moth LLC is funded solely by the artists associated with the company, and with the support of local listeners like yourselves. You can find out more about us by going to www.redmothrecords.com. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at redmothllc, and you can find us at Twitter at redmoth underscore records. If you would like to donate to the cause and help support a local company, go to www.gofundme.com slash redmothllc and join the Red Moth Survival Initiative. Hey guys, it's Izzy Rock. Do you like art? Well, I like art as well. And my friend Ray Taylor, who started the Inspired Disorder Collective, is an artist. And I want you to go to inspireddisorder.com. Go to Ray Taylor's store and check out all the badass art this dude has created. Put it in the code IZZYROCK. This is a sponsor for the podcast. Go support the Tales from the Heart Side podcast by supporting Ray Taylor. That's right. By supporting Ray Taylor, you can also support your friend Izzy Rock. So go to inspireddisorder.com and go check out the store. And when you check out, put in the coupon code I-Z-Z-Y-R-O-C-K. Later. Hi. You guys want to help me with something real quick? Hi. I'm recording a promo for my podcast. Didn't hear any of that. I'm, uh, I'm recording a promo for my podcast, and I was going to see if you could help me real quick. Really? Sure. Okay. <laughs> what are your names? I'm Caroline. Caroline. And I'm Melissa. And Melissa. Hi, this is Scott the Pool Boy from the internet with Scott the Pool Boy. I'm here with Caroline and Melissa, and they're just about to talk about how much they love my show. Ready, set, go. It is so flippin' awesome. Yes, Literally the best show I've ever heard in my entire life. Right? Like, you're amazing. 
Thank you. I fangirl so hard. The Internet with Scott the Pool Boy, released every weekend. Thank you, Caroline and Melissa. You guys did great. <laughs> You're very welcome. I think your dog just farted. <laughs> My dog just farted. Cue inspirational music. Hey guys, you can follow me on Twitter at the Izzy Rock, and I do a podcast with my friend Scott. I'm Scott Epic, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Scott Epic. We do a podcast called On the Block. On the Block. Go check it out. iTunes is Stitcher. If this sounds like something that appeals to you, do it. Go give it a listen. A wide range of topics we talk about. It's only an hour a month. Only an hour a month. And it could save your life. It could. And the life of a child. It'll make you feel like you're not alone in the universe. Yeah. On the Block. Go check it out.